has a nice role, and I hope it continues into February. And with the continuing thanks, I want to thank uh, KBU. I want to thank all you KBU listeners. Tell your folks about this show. Tell your friends that they can uh, pick it up anytime at KBU.fm. Thanks to the founders of The Talking Earth, Barbara Lamoricello, Walt Curtis. Thanks to engineer extraordinaire Patrick Bocard, who hopefully will make this all sound wonderful, even though it's just me coughing in the dark. Again, this is uh, The Talking Earth on KBU. I'm Dan Raphael, and uh, you all have a good evening. Or morning, whatever time it may be. on every second and fourth Thursday from 10 to midnight, right here on KBOO. This is KBOO Portland, community radio for the Pacific Northwest. Stay tuned at midnight for self-help radio. Right now, it's the bedtime radio show for grown-ups, Gremlin Time. Good evening and welcome to Gremlin Time. This is Fortunato. Tonight we've got a radio play from 1951 and starring Barbara Stanwyck in a recreation of a movie she had appeared in the year before called No Man of Her Own. Uh, This is the uh, NBC program Directors Guild Playhouse or something like that. And so uh, let's listen now to this story that is adapted from a novel by Cornell Woolrich, which was called um, I Married a Dead Man. But let's listen now to the radio adaptation of No Man of Her Own with Barbara Stanwyck. Yes, I, I'd like some change, please, for the telephone. All right. Two nickels for a dime. Here you are. Thank you. Oh, excuse me. Huh? Hey, lady, you shouldn't be carrying that suitcase around in your condition. Yes, I you feel a little weak. You ought to tell your doctor. Bring your prescription in here. We'll fill it for you. When do you expect your baby? In a month. I'll be all right. Soon everything will be all right. Well, at least you should sit down. Yes, I will, in the telephone booth. Thank you. You go ahead. I'll watch your suitcase. Soon. Everything will be all right. Steve. Steven, darling. Oh, how I hope you're home. I've come so far. Your baby, Steve. Our baby. I'm so tired. How I want to hear your voice telling me everything is going to be all right. Oh, please answer the phone, darling. Stephen Morley. Steve. Yes? It's Helen. What are you doing in New York? I took the bus from San Francisco. Oh, Steve, when can I see you? You shouldn't have come here. I had to, darling. I brought you the the, the baby. You shouldn't have come here, Helen. Steve. We said goodbye in San Francisco. But I... Go back. You'll have to go back. Goodbye, Helen. Steve, don't! Oh, Steve, please. Please don't do this to me, Stephen.
tickets, Steve. Thanks, Laura. Put it on the table. I saw a girl with a suitcase coming up. Will you put that electric razor away? When I'm through shaving. You'll do it now. What train's the ticket for? The traveler to San Francisco. It leaves in three hours. She'll be on it. I saw a girl with a suitcase coming up the stairs. It's probably her. So? She looks sick. Too bad. But now there's you and me, Laura. You don't want that broken up, do you? You'd better not try. Steve, it's me, Helen. I know you're there. Please. Steve, I, I haven't any money. I don't know anyone else in New York. Steve! She'll go away. I know Helen. Here. Take the ticket. Slip it under the door. She's picked it up. Don't ever try to give me a brush off like that. No, Laura. Now let me finish shaving, will you? traveling. Happy people. I feel sick. Stephen. Oh, no, no. Don't think. Don't think. Pardon me. Yes? Will you take my seat, ma'am? Oh, thank you, but Go I... Go ahead. It's beside my wife. Hello there. Come and sit next to me. Will you? Oh, thank you. Oh, you look tired. Isn't this train awful? Oh, it's better now sitting down. I noticed you because we have something in common. You know. We're expecting a son. What about you? Oh, I I think I'd like a boy, too. What about your husband? I lost my husband. I'm sorry. I'm such a fool. That's all right. You and I are going home. Uh, Caulfield, Illinois. At least it's his home. Well, it's a better place than Europe to have a baby. And you're going to like it and love it. <laughs> I've never met his mother, and I... Look, what are we going to call you? Our name is Harkness. He's Harkness Hugh, and I'm Harkness Patrice. My name is Helen Ferguson. Well, Helen, suppose we let Hugh watch our seats while we go and wash our faces, hmm? So grimy here. You're awfully kind. <laughs> angel face is an angel. Go ahead. What was I saying? Oh, meeting Hugh's folks. Well, we were married in Paris last year, and they've never seen me. Golly, I hope they haven't built up any expectations. Well, don't they even have a picture? Well, I didn't have any except a passport photo, and I couldn't send that. Here we are. Mmm. Body's warm, anyway. You're lucky to have your baby with your family. Hugh's family. I guess his mother must be pretty well off. His father's dead. She sent us the money to fly home, but Hugh didn't want me to. Oh, darn. What's the matter? Oh, my wedding ring. I never could wash properly with it on. Here. Hold it for me, will you? Oh, it's very beautiful. Aren't those sapphire scrunches? See, it's got our names inside. Patrice and Hugh Harkness. Better put it on your finger. Safer that way. But isn't that bad luck for you? Might be good luck for you. Hand me a towel, please. Good luck? Oh, here's the towel. Here. Oh, here. All right. She can be moved. But let's 
You've got to uh, relax. Uh, on the train, there, there was another girl in the washroom. Did you know her? Just on the train. Is she... Is she... She died, Mrs. Harkness. Oh. Uh, is there anyone else you want to ask about? What... What happened to... Your husband? Yes. He was killed in the crash. Oh, no. No. There's a mistake. There's something wrong. Mrs. Harkness. Please. Please. You've, you've got to listen to me. Please. Please. The nurse. See that she has sedation tonight. And tomorrow you can show her the things your family sent. Shame, isn't it? Losing her husband at a time like this. Now she'll have to begin a new life. with a baby in a wee sweater. Oh, Mrs. Harkness, look how soft it is. Oh, and, and here's a pair of very All these people. things for my baby. Oh, my goodness. Why don't I tell them there's been a mistake? Oh, tell oh, them no, I'm Helen Ferguson, that you. Patrice Harkness is dead. I don't belong here. I don't belong. Mrs. Harkness? Mrs. Harkness, are you listening? Yes. I, I said there's a note here, too. You read it to me. Patrice, dear... You and your son are all I have now, though I've never seen you. Forgive me for not coming to you, but the shock of Hugh's passing was too much for me. The doctor forbids me to make the trip. Oh, you'll have to come to me instead. I can't tell no. you... Mrs. Harkness, are you feeling well? Nurse, if I weren't Mrs. Harkness, would I be allowed to stay in this room? We'd put you right into a ward. Why, are you trying to tell me that you're not Mrs. Harkness? My baby. No, no, I'm not trying to tell you that. My baby's lucky to have such a well-off family, isn't he? Oh, my, he certainly is. Mrs. Harkness, you shouldn't play with your wedding ring like that. Were you liable to lose it? No. This is my luck. Nurse. Yes? When will my son and I be able to go to our family? You are listening to No Man of Her Own from the Screen Directors Guild Playhouse on uh, September 21st, 1951, starring Barbara Stanwyck, reprising her film role, which she made actually two years earlier in 1949, but the movie wasn't released until uh, 1950. Now it is adapted from uh, a novel by uh, Cornell Woolrich, and you know this plot in this is just really solid, and a lot of times Woolrich's stuff really translates from novel to film to radio uh, very well. And so uh, let's get back to this women's drama, women's film noir drama, No Man of Her Own, Barbara Stanton. The train again, coming into the station, Caulfield. Cold, but it's not. I'm a thief stealing what belongs to Patrice Harkness. Stealing from a dead woman. Oh, oh, no, darling, don't cry. We're here. Maybe this is best for you. That's why I'm doing it. So that you'll have a home and a... And a name. We're getting off. Now. Are you Patrice? Yes, and you're... Hugh's mother. 
My dear, I... May I take the baby? Please. Oh, he's beautiful, isn't he? Mrs. Harkness, it's so difficult meeting this way. Now, don't say anything, my dear. Oh, Hugh is gone, but I have a daughter and a grandson. We'll try to be happy. Now, come along. We're going home. baby around here. And this is Josie, Patrice, another part of the family. I'm not part of the family. I run it. I'm the maid and the cook. What's he crying for? Oh, Patrice, give him to me. Oh, there, there. Maybe I'd better take him. Oh, please, you me for just a little while. You understand. Oh, yes, of course. It's selfish of me. Now, don't you cry, baby. You come with Grandma. Hey, what kind of a way is this to cook a roast? Who cooked this roast anyway? Uh-oh, it's him again. I'll teach that man to snoop in my kitchen. Now, get out. Get out of here. Get... Why don't you at least face it once? Why don't you try... Hello? Uh, hello. You're Patrice. Yes. I'm Bill. I guess you know about me. Uh, yes, of course. Well, you sure have changed since I last saw you. Saw me? When? When the hospital. You were unconscious. Oh. Bill, is that you? Hello, Duchess. You look beautiful. Oh, and what do you think of Patrice? Oh, she's beautiful, too. You know, I think Hugh chose well. But if I know Hugh, he did a lot of talking about you. You've probably got a reputation to live up to. Have I, Patrice? Well, naturally, Hugh spoke of you. And he wrote so much about you. And you're just what I imagined you'd be. Oh, what about Bill, Patrice? Is he the way you pictured him? He, uh... He, uh I'm sorry. I, I have a headache. I can't... Oh, of course, dear. Why don't you lie down for a while? Sure, you better. Hey, say, when am I going to see my nephew? Well, come along. I'll show you. Welcome home, Patrice. I'm glad you're here. Hey, Duchess, wait for me. Is he younger, older? He's nice. Everyone's nice. But I'll never get away with her. I don't know anything about you, Hugh. They'll find out about me. Oh, Hugh, what were you like? I've got to know. These are all his things, Patrice. Letters, pictures, souvenirs. These were Hugh. They've comforted me a great deal the last few weeks. Now you keep them. The boy might want them when he's older. Good night, dear. So that's how you went to Europe. Oh, Hugh, you were a nice guy. I remember Stephen Morley, and I'm glad I brought my son here. It's finished. How does it look? Oh, Josie, it's a beautiful tree. I can't believe it's Christmas time already. Uh, that star on top is crooked. Uh, uh, Josie, where'd you put the stepladder? If it's crooked, I'll fix it. No, no, I won't. You to. want to sit there and rest. You look tired. You're getting old. Patrice, Josie is three years older than I am. But the doctor didn't tell me not... All right, Josie. Can I help you in the kitchen? <laughs> I know when I'm not wanted. What did she mean about the doctor? Oh, Josie's always babbling. Hey, Duchess! <laughs> How's that for the Christmas spirit? Music and a kiss for you, Duchess. Oh, Bill. <laughs> and one for my sister-in-law, who gets lovelier every week. Thank you. What's that tune you were whistling? You never heard it before? Oh. That's strange. It was Hugh's favorite. Oh, I... Oh, Patrice, it's a wonder you remember anything after what you've been through. We're grateful you and the baby are alive. Don't even try to find the past. Yes. Sometimes it's hard to remember. Sometimes it's awfully hard.
Yes, Bill. What are you doing out of the office? Calling on a client. How about you? Oh, just window shopping. And rubbing your poor little nose up against the glass. Well, you can come in here and help me with a real thing. <laughs> Christmas present? For an old customer. I think I'll get him a pen. And which one of these do you like? Oh, uh, that one. Yes, Mr. Harkness. Can I help you? Uh, can I try this pen? This one right here, please. Uh, oh, sir. Here it is. Uh, you'll find a scratch pad at your right. Thanks. No, it's going to be nice having you with us for Christmas, Patrice. Oh, it's heaven for me, Bill. I've never been happier. Never? I mean, since the accident. Oh. Well, this pen seems to work pretty well. Oh, here, Patrice, you try it. Oh, I, I think he'll like it. Uh, do you think the color will be... <gasps> Patrice. Patrice, what is it? Patrice? He mustn't see it. My name. I, I've written my real name, I Helen. Mr. Maybe he suspects. Maybe he trapped me into that. Very fine point. What am I doing? What have I gotten into? Patrice. Patrice, what are you thinking of? Uh, just the pen. Uh, it, it's fine. Will you want that one, sir? No, never mind. I'll come back later. You coming, Patrice? Yes. Strange. Sort of customers, aren't they, madam? Can I help you? Yes, I'd like this gold cigarette lighter engraved, please. What name? Oh, to uh, Stephen Morley from Laura. No, no. Just make it to Steve with love. All right. Can I have it uh, sent out? No, I'll pick it up. We'll be in town for a while. On business. <laughs> Miss Harkness. Oh, we'll celebrate Christmas after I sign the paper. Uh, Bill, where's Patrice? In her room, I think. I'll get her. You stay with your mother. I'll go. Mother, you, uh, haven't been looking very well. Nonsense. I've never been so happy. Patrice said that today. Struck me kind of funny. I mean, you know, you and all. Oh, she was just being grateful. Although Lord knows there's nothing to be grateful for. This is hers as much as ours. She'll realize that tonight. Oh, she's a strange girl. I don't think I've ever been so attracted and at the same time... Yes? Puzzled. Well, I like the first part of what you said. I just hope that when you marry, you bring home someone half as nice as Patrice. Hello. Josie said you wanted me. Yes, sit down, dear. Patrice... I'm changing the provisions of my will to protect you and the baby. I see. I'm altering it so that one quarter of my estate will go to Bill and three quarters to you. Oh, no. No, don't do that. I'll still have the family business. I, I don't want it that way. Patrice, we all feel bad about you. But you and the baby have to go on living. But not this way. Not this way. Sign it, Mother. I want you to. Patrice. I'm glad you acted the way you did. Oh, Bill, I, I didn't want it. It's not right. Just as right as it is for you to be in this house all these fine months. Now, look at my watch. Yes, it's after midnight. And it's Christmas. Merry Christmas, Patrice. Merry Christmas. Bill? Yes, Mother? Oh, nothing, dear. Patrice, you must have seen it in my face. You must know how I feel. No, Bill, please, not now. Why not now? Patrice, I've, I've never been in love before. Oh, no, no, don't say these things. Why? Because you're worried what people will think? Because you were Hugh's wife? Patrice, that's all past, and I don't care. I love you. Bill, I, I wish I could... Oh, you don't know how much I wish I could put my arms around you and say, yes, I love you too. But, but I can't. The past keeps getting in my eyes and... Oh, you're so good and kind. You deserve the best, Bill. I think I've got the best. No, no, you don't know. I know. Look at me, Patrice. And you look at me and tell me you don't love me. Oh, give me a little time, please. All right. I won't rush you. That's not what I'm afraid of. Oh, it's 
Excuse me, children. The priestess telegram just came for you. Probably a Christmas greeting. Thank you. For me? Who would send a telegram to me? I think this is the me? first mail that you've received. It must be for her, the real Is Patrice. it from one of your friends in your My hand is shaking up. Read it. Patrice Hartman. Who are you? Where did you come from? What are you doing? Patrice. Oh, God in heaven. Oh, Bill, hold her. It must be this wife. Oh, no. No, no, give it to me. I'd better take a look at the baby. Mother, did you read the telegram? Yes. I did, Bill. Help me upstairs. I, I don't feel well. Baby's things. Only the baby's things. Have to leave. Get out of here. I ruin everything I touch. Oh, darling, we could have been happy here. We could have been. Oh, now, don't cry. Please don't cry. It's, it's late. They're sleeping. We'll go like this. Go away and find a place to live. And they'll forget. And we'll forget. Now, I walk to the bedroom door. That's right, Charlie. But what brought it on? I didn't know. Mother's heart's been weak for years. Only she and the doctor and you knew about it. Oh, I tried to make her be careful. Well, we'll just have to try harder, Josie. No excitement, no strength. Oh. It could be fatal now. Bill. Patrice, I thought you were asleep. I just heard about your mother. Please, can I see her? Well, sure, she's still up. Well, come on. Oh, now I suppose you're going to gather round my bed. <laughs> Pomp for the Duchess. Well, I'm fine. That idiot doctor just wants to keep me in this bed for a while. That's all. Oh, then I can play nurse. I've always wanted to. You've got your hands full with the baby. Two babies. I need you both to be happy. And will you... Oh. Mother. And will you be happy with us, Patrice? Yes. You know that. I don't know. If you have an enemy, that telegram is... Oh, please don't worry about that. It, it must have been some crank. Mother, you shouldn't be talking. One more thing, Patrice. You haven't been getting out. You can't lock yourself away, you know. I was going to tell her that myself tonight. Then tell her at the country club dance next week. I think it's time. I want you to go, the two of you. Well, Patrice? All right, Mother, if you want. See, I told you you can have fun. How do you like the gang? Oh, they were wonderful to me. Well, why shouldn't they be? It's been so long, I, I've forgotten about friends. Friends? And how do you figure me? Well, uh, something grand. A, a, a wall, a rock. Why don't you just say, a man? A man. <laughs> Thank you. Now, let's dance. Did you see how happy Mother looked when we went out? Oh, yes, but so weak. Uh, we'll bring her around. May I cut in? What? I said, may I cut in? I'd like to dance with you. Oh, no. Please, please, no. Stephen Molly. Isn't there any way out of the past? What does he want? He's smiling. What does he want? Well, Patrice, I guess I've lost you. Morley's the name. Stephen Morley. Mrs. Harkness. Mr. Morley. The next one's ours. That's right, Mrs. Harkness. Don't be nervous. Just keep right on dancing. That is your name, isn't it? Oh, Steve, don't. You don't look very good. Too hot in here? Leave me alone. Go away. There's a porch outside. Right here. I can't. Don't you understand? I think I understand you, and you understand me. There are many two people in this room. Hmm. Beautiful winter night, Helen. What do you want? Isn't it obvious? I'm interested in my child. He's not your child. Not anymore. Oh, yes, he is. Have you forgotten, Helen? Your memory's slipping. 
You don't even remember that on the day Patrice was married to Harkness in Paris, you were in San oh, Francisco? Oh, don't, don't. Just to be sure of my dates, I went back there and got your rent receipts. Better hold on to something, Helen. What do you want me to do? Why did you come here? I just want you to go on the way you are. You know, it was quite a surprise when I went to the train wreck to identify you. It wasn't you at all. So I just had to get things straight. Answer me, Steve. What do you want? Well, all this investigation has been expensive. Blackmail. Don't dramatize yourself. Let's just say insurance. I haven't any money. Get some. Your adopted family I has can't plenty. ask them. You'll find a way. No, no, I won't do it. That kid would have kind of a rough time if I had to take care of him. You almost ruined his life before he was born. And what about you? No blame at all? I tried. You wouldn't... That all ended in San Francisco. I came to you sick and desperate and wanting you. You made out all right. You taught me, Steve, to be selfish and ruthless, to use people. But I won't hurt them now. Not Mrs. Harkness and Bill. I'm not asking you to hurt them. Just get the money. Stephen, once you said you loved Forget me... Forget that. I've got a new girl now, Helen. Her name is Laura. I feel sorry for her. You needn't be. She's not like you. You know, you were lucky to get rid of me so easy. I'm not rid of you. But you will be, if you're smart. Get the money. I'll try. You'll be hearing from me, Mrs. Harkness. And th thanks for letting me cut in. You're listening to Barbara Stanwyck in the radio adaptation of the uh, 1950 movie she appeared in, no Man of Her Own, which is adapted from a novel by Cornell Woolrich. We'll be back after a short musical break. Holiday, talk to me, baby. Let's return now 
for the final act of Screen Directors Playhouse presentation of No Man of Her Own with Barbara Stanton. like a shroud waiting to receive me. Why won't it bury Helen Ferguson and let Patrice Harkness live? No, Patrice is dead and Stephen Morley has come back. And there's no use fighting. My son. Oh, my darling. Lying in the bed, cooing and laughing. Mrs. Harkness' weak, tired hand against your cheek. I've been feeding him some of my toast. I'm afraid it's all over his face. Here, I'll, I'll clean him up. <laughs> Will you answer, dear? Yes. Yes, I'll get it. Hello? Hello, that's Steve. Oh, good morning. Well, I'm glad you feel better about things. Who is it, Patrice? It's uh, Harriet Olson. I met her last night at the dance. Well, give her my love. I gather you're not alone. No. What about our transaction? Have you done anything about it? I haven't had time. Patrice, dear, we could make all the time for whatever you want to do. Now, listen, sweetheart, I'm not kidding. Get that straight. Yes, it was a lovely party. Now look, Helen, I plan to leave town. When? Tonight, if you make it worth my while. I'll try, but I don't know how. There are so many things to do. Patrice, if you're worrying about the baby, Josie can take care of him. All right. I'll do what you want. I'll be at the station, the 8 o'clock train. Meet me. I'll be there. But if you don't show, I don't take the train. Is that clear, Mrs. Harkness? Goodbye. Patrice, dear, come here. What does Harriet want? Well, she wants me to go shopping with her. Oh, I think that's an excellent idea. You need some new clothes. Well, you see, I... I, I don't like to use your charge accounts, not without your permission. Patrice, I've forgotten to open a bank account for you. Oh, my dear, forgive me. I hated to mention well, it. Well, hand me the phone. Oh, I've been so thoughtless. You run and get your things on, and I'll arrange a deposit to the bank. Then you can buy whatever you want. Tonight. Five minutes before train time. Cutting it sort of fine, aren't you? I, I couldn't get away. I'll, I'll write you a check. Here's a pen. You can make it out for $500. $500? Surprised it isn't more? Knowing you, yes. Well, I, I don't want to ruin you. Go on, write it in. I'll make it out to cash. You'll make it out to Stephen Marlowe. I Marlin. can't have both our names on the same check. What do you care? I'll be a thousand miles away. With your girlfriend, Laura? No, I decided Laura won't be going with me. Come on, finish the check. My train leaves in a minute. Thanks. That's all I needed. You can take your train now. I'm not going. Steve, you promised. What kind of a sap do you think I am? Five hundred lousy dollars. I can give you more. Why didn't because you ask? Because I wanted to see how deep these Harkness people have got into you and how much you want them. Now it's going to cost. Oh, Steve, please, I'll give you everything they've given me. Five thousand dollars. I don't want to be given anything. And what do you want? Everything. Legally. I don't know what you're talking about. The old lady's life is hanging well, by a thread. What has she got to do with this? Honey, when she dies, I hit the jackpot because the law gives a husband one-third of his wife's property. Why? That's right. You and I are going to be married. You're crazy. We're crossing the state line right now. I got it fixed with the justice of the peace. I wouldn't marry you. Look, Helen, I'm not playing with you. You see this envelope? I'm putting your check inside, along with a copy of a Paris wedding license and some San Francisco rent receipts. Now I seal it. It's addressed to old Lady Harkness. She'll figure it out. Even you wouldn't do a thing like that. Oh, no? There's a mailbox. Steve! Well? No, no, you'll kill her. She's gonna die sometime. Now let's stop the stalling. Do you marry me or do I drop this envelope? Oh, I, I can't stop it. All right, I'll marry you. How long has it been since we drove in a car together? I don't want to remember. You know, you look better than you used to. Sort of filled out. I'm not what I used to be. Who changed you? Bill Harkness? You changed me. You, my baby, Bill. Here we are. 
lights. Looks like they've gone to bed. Wait here. I'll be right back. the key in the ignition. I could slide over, start the car, run, run away, be happy again sometime. No, not a chance. He'd follow me. He'd never let me go. Never. Never. Get out. They're waiting for I us. I can't do it, Steve. We've been all over I this. can't. I can't go in there. Not a marriage like this. Listen, I'm not going to drag you in there. You're going to walk. And if you don't, I'm going inside and call the Harkness the house. $5,000, Steve, take it. I'm going to tell them the whole story. And when I get done, they can have you if they still want Steve, you. Steve, the love of heaven. Listen to me. Do I sound like I'm kidding? I can't. I can't. All right. Steve. I'm begging you. And I'm telling you. Wait. Listen, we'll, we'll find another way. Judge Ellis, I'm using your phone a minute. I'll get more money. Operator, I want to call Caulfield, Illinois. I'll ask for the more. The party's named Harkness. Please, please, Seneca, please, please. Hello? Steve, don't. Please don't. Have you made up your mind? Hello, who is this? Don't do this to them. Patrice? Steve, listen, I... I'll give you everything I get. I'll sign an agreement giving you everything, but don't make me do this. How do you think I'll explain that? People don't give away that kind of dough without a reason. Hello, operator. All right, Steve. That's more like it. Uh, hello, operator. Hello, I- I've been cut off. Operator. Oh, Bill. Bill. Oh, Patrice, what's happening to you? Mother, what's the matter? Oh, I don't know. But, Bill, something terrible is happening. Lean back now. Remember your heart. It's Patrice. Patrice. Please, Duchess, settle back. Now tell me, what about Patrice? Well, the, the phone rang. Nobody answered when I picked it up, but I... I heard her voice pleading with some man. Tell me exactly what you heard. She said she'd sign some agreement if only he wouldn't force her to do something. Then... Then this man, he, he said something else, and she seemed to agree, but her, oh, her voice was the unhappiest voice I've ever heard. Did she say his name? She called him Steve. She doesn't know any Steve. Oh, wait a minute. There was a guy at the club last night. Steve, Steve. Steve and Morley, they danced together. Oh, Bill, you've got to do something to help her. It's Morley. Hey, wait a minute. Operator, I'd like some information, please. Okay, I'll call information. Well, when will somebody be there? Well, look, I can't wait till 8 o'clock. This is an emergency. You've got to give me the number of a Mr. Stephen Morley. No, the telephone book's no good. I think he's a new arrival in town. Well, can't you get the book on new listings? All right, I'll go down there myself. Mother, I'm going out. Oh, don't worry about me. I'll wake Josie and send her up. No, no, please, just hurry, Bill, hurry. You're very smart, Helen. I'm as dirty as you are. Two of a kind. You used to say so yourself. The words of the ceremony... The way he read the words. Well, he was sleepy. What do you want? He said, as long as we both shall live. Here's to a nice, long life. As long as we live. Don't get any hopes. I'm healthy. Steve, where are you staying? The difference. This wedding stopped when that old guy said we were man and wife. In case anything happens, I've got to know where to find you. What's going to happen? I don't know. Tell me, where do you live? 1401 North 8th at an office. But I'll be getting in touch with you. Here. You're home. Get out. And see if you can hustle the old lady into her grave. The sooner she's dead, the sooner you'll get rid of me, Mrs. Marley.
Now, here's a very important message from RCA Victor. Ralph Flanagan hits new musical heights with his latest and greatest RCA Victor release, An American in Paris. This Gershwin tune features Ralph on the 88 keys and a special unforgettable orchestration. It's one record you'll want for your collection. The flip side of An American in Paris is a catchy melody, Love is Here to Stay, with vocal by Harry Prime and the Singing Winds. It's one record, two big Ralph Flanagan hits, recorded by RCA Victor. the fourth act of No Man of Her Own, starring Barbara Stanwyck and Lyle Betker. As long as we both shall live, a benediction on my marriage to Stephen Morley. But who will die first? Shall it be Stephen or I? Quiet in the Harkness house. Everyone is sleeping. Now, let's see. I I called the cab. The gun. What was it Mrs. Harkness said? In case of emergency. Well, this is an emergency. This is urgent. And the bullets. Where, where are the bullets? Call the doctor. No, no, not now. Help me. Help me upstairs. I have to dress to go out. Here, give me your hand. What on earth brought you to... What's this you're holding on to? Oh, God, it was on the floor. Mrs. Harkness, it's a bullet. From the chair. I don't want to kill you like that. Steve? Steve! He was dead. He was already dead. Oh, why did I shoot? He didn't move. Who killed him? I've got to get out of here. Patrice? Oh. What are you doing here? Bill. Answer me. Oh, Bill, why did you come? To try and get you out of whatever this mess is. He's dead. You... you... Oh, no, no, Bill, you Put didn't... your voice down. I just got here. I didn't kill him. I was going to, but I, I didn't... Now, know. listen to me, you little fool. It doesn't matter who killed him right now. Does he have anything of yours, anything to connect him with you? A check tonight. I gave it to him tonight for $500. What did he do with it? He put it in an envelope with some other papers. He, he still has it addressed to your mother. You were with him all evening? No, I went home for the gun. Bill, I... I married him. I see. He made me do it. The gun, where is it? Here. Give it to me. Now, was there anything else? No, no, that's all. Now, you listen to me. Pull yourself together, Patrice. We have to clean up this mess. What are you going to do? If he's found away from here, he may never be connected with this room. He's a stranger here. There's nobody to inquire if he suddenly oh, disappeared. find out. I don't care. But I do. I happen to be in love with you, Patrice. And I haven't time to argue. Now, here. Take the car keys. Get the car. It's around the corner. Wait till you see me carry him out. Then bring it to the door. Do you understand? Yes. Yes, I, I understand. Oh. 
Why did we have to bring him? Why did we have to do it this way? I told you to go home. I'm sorry. I'll be all right in a minute. All right. Take it easy. It'll be over soon. Did you find the letter? Yeah, but the check wasn't in it. Oh. Oh, we'll worry about that when the time comes. Patrice. Yes? There's only one bullet hole in him. I didn't kill him, Bill. He was dead. Doesn't matter, Patrice. Not to me. What are you going to do? Stop on this overpass. When that slow freight passes beneath us, I'm going to drop his body in one of the cars. Then we'll be safe. It might be a break. Let's see. No initials in his hat. Took his wallet. Maybe they won't be able to trace him. Do you want me to help you? No. Just wait here. Now he's part of it, too. The nastiness crawls from person to person, from Steve to me, from me to Bill. Even if all this works, it can never be the same now. I love him. He loves me, but now there'll always be this. All right. He's gone? I dropped him. Stayed on, caught on the catwalk, but his hat didn't. He came off. Then we won't be safe. No, we won't be safe. There's something you've got to know, I have to tell you. That you're not Patrice? Not Hugh's wife? Bill! I think I've known since the first few weeks you were here. And you never said anything? I was afraid I'd lose you. That you'd walk out. Oh, Bill. Now listen, Patrice. Don't call me that, it's a lie. Look, I don't care who you were or what you've done. To me, you're Patrice. I love you, not a name. Changing that doesn't you mean a don't thing. No, you don't know what I've done. As far as I'm concerned, you were born on the day I met you. Born? And what kind of death have we suffered tonight? I don't know what you mean. Oh, darling, darling. No matter how much we love each other, the things we've done, there'll always be a sword over our heads ready to drop. We'll, we'll never forget. We've got to. Never. <laughs> Josie, what is it? Your mother. Her heart. She's dead. Oh, no. No, no. Dead. The evil that crawls from person to person. And now the long nights... Bill and I facing each other, knowing each other's thoughts. How long has it been? A month? Two months? Doesn't make any difference. We face each other, and all we have to share is our fear. And the waiting. The waiting. Answer it, Bill. Hello? Yes? Yes, I knew him. Yes, we'll be here. It's finally come, hasn't it? The police. They'll be here in a few minutes. Did they say which one of us they want? No. I heard you talking. The police are coming here? Yes, Josie. I've been waiting for months since your mother died. For what? This letter. She wrote it that night. Said it... I wasn't to give it to you unless they came. Thank you. Please leave us alone. I'll read it, darling. I, Grace Harkness, knowing I am about to die, wish to make the following confession. That on the night of December 29th, 1950, I shot and killed Stephen Moore... Bill! Go on. I cannot condone or justify this crime... I can only reiterate the extremes to which a human being is driven when the happiness of those one loves is in jeopardy. Mother, she killed him. Oh, Bill, we've we've got to destroy this letter. She knew his name. Somehow she could have found out the address. Maybe heard you tell the taxi driver. I don't care whether it was possible. We've got to protect her. Patrice, true or not, my mother wrote this to protect you. That's what she wanted. And if I have to, I'll give this letter to the police. Now let them in. Mrs. Harkness? Yes. My brother-in-law and I have been expecting you. Come in. 
This will only take a few seconds. You recognize this check? Yes. Would you mind telling us what it was for? Why? Stephen Morley was found murdered six months ago in a ditch about 200 miles away from here. We finally traced him to a room in Caulfield. What was your connection with him? He was... He was hounding Mrs. Harkness to collect the gambling debt of her husband's, my brother. She had nothing to do with his death. I can prove... No, no, that's not true. I did kill him. I went to his room and shot Patrice. him. Patrice. I see. Did you speak to him? No. Mr. Harkness, you knew about this? I carried his body out. Threw it on a freight train. Mm. Well, that's very interesting. Mrs. Harkness, what kind of gun did you use? I don't know. A thirty-eight Colt. That solves the puzzle. We found a thirty-eight slug in the mattress. Morley was killed by a thirty-two. He was dead when you shot at him. Then... Then you don't want us? Not me. But the DA will want both of you tomorrow. You can make a statement then. Well, I guess this is a load off your mind. Oh, I feel... I feel as if you'd given me back my life. Thank you, officer. Good night. Oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. Oh, uh, incidentally, uh, we have the killer. Okay, Danny, let's go. We can take the prisoner back. Miss Morley, he must have made a lot of people want to put a bullet in him. He didn't deserve to live. Well, you ought to know, Laura. You killed him. Thank you, Barbara Stanwyck and Lyle Betker, for a very fine performance. No Man of Her Own was adapted for radio by Richard Allen Simmons. Green Director's Playhouse is under the production supervision of Howard Wiley and is directed by Bill Karn. Portions of tonight's broadcast were transcribed. And that was uh, from 1951 in September, No Man of Her Own, uh, adapted from the movie, which was adapted from the novel by Cornell Woolrich, which was entitled I Married a Dead Man. Well, this is Fortunato. Thanks for tuning us in here on the Bedtime Radio Show for Grown Ups. We're just going to get on out of here with some Dave Brubeck uh, and his quartet, a piece called In Your Own Sweet Way. Uh, thanks for tuning us in. We'll be back again next month. I'm trying to find a nice romantic story for Valentine's Day, and that'll be next time here on the Bedtime Radio Show for Grown Ups, Gremlin Time. So until then, this is Fortunato saying, this is Fortunato saying so long.
Dr. Demento, and you are listening to KBOO Portland. Dr. Zom Stereo Obscure. Offbeat sounds for talented listeners. Broadcasts every other Wednesday at 10 p.m. <laughs> 